Said his name is Orange Julius. We are already recording. <laughs> Call me OJ for short. OJ for short. Oh, oh we should have done that. You know that. Oh yeah, this this is the cherry popper. Are we rolling? Come on, man. Awesome. Okay, sweet. You gotta start. I'm, I'm glad you didn't tell me. All right, so was there some content you wanted to start with, or not at all? Something on your mind? Nope. Because this is the pilot version. I don't know what's good. Okay, I got a couple directions I could go in, but why don't I start with this quote that I came across today, which is a good one. Okay. Um, nothing uh, revolutionary, but just seeing the words in their order, you know, makes you say, "Yeah, that validates something I already kind of knew." So the quote, and you know, that's a funny thing. Like, whether you're reading something about some political shit that just happened with Trump or some basketball-related issue with Aaron Rodgers where, you know, his whole thing. Football. It's like you read those articles, and it's not just about the subject matter. There's many times some wise something you're getting out of that article, you know? Right. The writer's good at right. what they do. They maybe mention some quote or something, and... and, and it, so it's not just, like, you don't get that wisdom just from serious content. It can come from anything that you're reading that you're interested in. Let's make this more organic. Yo, man, of all motherfuckers... Oh, my man Jason was calling me. Hold on. Um, and by the way, I definitely acknowledge what you're saying in terms of you getting something from the political... Or, or sports or anything. Like, yeah, it, it, it doesn't have to be... How, it teaches you how to stay out of the media. That's what you should be getting from all that. Come on, Jay, pick up the phone. I'll make a sure with you. I'm totally barring elements from the podcast I listen to. This happens where a caller no. will call in, and he's a great conversationalist. I like unannounced guests, yeah. special guests. This is my man, Jason Brooks, from back home. Come on, son. Huh? Huh? What's up, dog? Man, what you want? Yo, just so you know, you're on speakerphone. We're doing a pilot version of this podcast. It's called Destroy. It's me and my man, Nabil. So I got you a little bit live, you know what I'm saying? So don't say nothing to get yourself in trouble. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Nah, what you doing? What you on? <laughs> man. Say what? Oh yeah. Nah, Brandon's been investing his ass off. Um, you know, trying to make some plays. Matter of fact, you've been doing. You've been uh, you've been on any of the investing apps. Oh man, I will tell you what, because this bot, this pod is running. I'm gonna we gonna save it for a separate time. Actually, let me dog. Let me do this. I'm gonna hit you back right after this shit is done, son. All right, then, bet. Man, Jason, that's my motherfucking right hand man. Um, and we have from back home? From back home. He's from Ohio, Dayton, but he moved to Maryland where I grew up, Silver Spring, Maryland. He's still back there? He's in back in Ohio now. Oh. So that's my man, Hunter Grand, one of the greatest people I've ever known in my many years. Honestly, he's somebody, he's somebody I could say for years has been a true and consistent friend, you know. So in your in your in your class or older? Or? He's a little older than I am. Yeah. He's got like two years on me, but hmm. always been a true That's and consistent. That's still right there. 
you know. So, um, in regards to yeah, what you can get from whatever is reported on the media, uh, in terms of something, something political, something sports related. So somewhere in the article, many times there's a certain quote or a certain reference to something that you know I find takes me in another direction and gives me more wisdom or more um, breadth to my inventory of information. Right? Yeah. I discover a song, an artist, I discover a quote, a book, uh, you know, I hear a term, a, a word. So it's not just like you're reading about politics or about sports, because those writers sometimes are more informed than you give them credit for. Right. More educated. And so I'm, I'm always picking up things from just regular articles. So I, ca I came across this quote uh, reading about, I don't know what, recently. It says, if I wouldn't invite someone into my home, I shouldn't let them inside my head. So kind of like... If I would invite someone to if, my home. If I, if I wouldn't invite someone into my home, I shouldn't let them inside my head. Mm. Which is the age-old thing where you're saying, well, uh, it's not what's being said, it's who's saying it. Right? Mm -hmm. So it's sort of like, what credibility do you have saying that to me? And do I care about your opinion? Does your opinion matter to me truly? Right. No one likes to hear anything negative. You know, mm -hmm. we all want to be liked by everyone. But, Intrinsically, sure. you know, I mean, you know, who wants the conflict? But at the same time, it's like you're one to talk or, you know, you're a hypocrite or, you know, that sort of thing. So, and also like, you know, you, you we all tend to kind of, give way too much weight to like no one's thinking about you all the time you know we think we're constantly being judged or or gossiped about etc but in actuality it's like no one's even you know no one's thinking about yeah you. yeah they got people but, got their own problems but, they got you know babies, but we're so self you know work yeah spouse yeah yeah so you know um Anyway, so that's that's something I picked up in an article. I, you know, again, just different words, but saying, like I said, you know, it's not what's being said, it's who's saying it, that sort of thing. So, um, but it, it gives you another way to think about it. And, you know, I shared it with Hudson today, like quarter of the day kind of stuff mm -hmm. for him to, you know, pause and think and, and get so much wisdom from this age where it's second nature later in life it's not all this wow reactions yeah. to things he's going to come across yeah. it's sort of like i already knew that there's so many you know there's so many times i read books and good ones um reputable worldwide number ones you know um and I, it's time and again it's like i already I already know that i already think that way Right, I'm already there. Reaffirming with something you already read. But it reaffirms, it validates, it makes you think, uh, makes me think I'm not crazy. I'm not just out there with this kind of thinking or this kind of thought. It kind of reaffirms, which sort of only, it's like you learn through repetition, right? Repetition, repetition, repetition. That's how you learn. Um, that way, you're not just memorizing, right? right? So, when you when I've read that kind of stuff, it's really made me say, man, I don't know where I got this from, but it's already in my head and it's great to see it again because it makes me feel like I'm just not alone mm -hmm. and and I'm not just, you know, crazy living in my own world. Nabil, let me ask you something. Before you continue about being reaffirmed by things you've read or seen somewhere, tell the people where you're from where you grew up, and 
what you do now, if that is even a thing. No, I think like in the beginning, and that's one of, down, of the downsides of not doing video. Mm -hmm. it, it takes the humanity out of it. Like a lot of times when I'm talking to Hudson's teachers, I ask, can we do a video call? It's all the more reason you got to introduce yourself. No, no, I'm getting to that. Okay. So it's part of the seduction of this podcast is you know me, you feel me. I'm not better than you. I'm not talking down to you. I don't know more than you. Uh -huh. I'm just as lost as you. And this is a therapy for me where I get to hear myself out loud. I get pushback or affirmation whenever, wherever, by whoever's contributing. Um, I was born way back in 68. Uh, way back in 68. I have an old soul, mm -hmm. but I have a tremendous amount of youthfulness. Um, a lot of, you know, I'm probably going to jump around here with this, with my intro, but uh, so I shoot models, and uh, I never had access to the runway types, to the like legit high-end model types. So I s sort of found myself organically disguising the flaws um, of the models. They're either not the tallest or not the thinnest or not the best skin, that sort of thing. Um, so you're an Abiel born back in 68 who has grown to shoot models. Where, where'd you grow up? Where'd you grow up? Uh, so I was born in uh, Beirut, Lebanon. Okay. See, I like the fact that this is not scripted. Yeah. that's And that's it's a, not linear. Like, I'm just, you know. I'm going to let you go. I just kind of wanted to give no, no, I get bullet it. points for so, the listener. So born in 68 in Beirut, Lebanon. Okay. And uh, When did you come to the States? I, we left the States. Uh, we left. To the, the States, rather. The old country in um, 76. Okay. I was, what, six and a half years old. Okay. Uh, the languages we spoke were Lebanese and French. French was actually the first language because it used to be a French colony. Mm -hmm. So that's a language and a, an accent that I speak very, um, you know, uh, comfortably. You still know the language? Yeah. Cool. Um, at this point, I understand the languages better than I speak them, but after a week in either country stuck there, I'd be, you know, right back into it. Mm. Had to sneak out of the country in the back of a truck. Mm. Family had to split up to leave the country. We had to go through enemy territory to get to the airport. Uh, me and my sisters were with my mom in the back of a truck and hiding under ferny pads. You know, we had some stuff in the back of the truck. Uh, mom was in the front with the driver. Um, and I remember uh, being stopped at a certain checkpoint. There was several uh, on the way. And um, the soldiers, having stopped the truck, searching in the back of the truck, lifted up the ferny pad that I was hiding under. But we're busy looking at each other, talking to each other, and kind of just lower the ferny pad again without looking because if they had seen... If they would have actually looked, they would have discovered yeah, that you were there. Yeah, How they, old were you when this happened? They would have seen big eyes, like, you know, freaking out. I was six and a half. And so it was you and your three my, sisters. My two sisters. Two sisters in the back of a truck. Correct. I can't speak for them, um, but I know for me, they, lift, they lifted up the ferny pad. I remember them looking at each other, you know, just bantering, you know, guy talk, not really doing their job. Um, and I wouldn't be here if... If they were, if so they had, now, very likely. I want to understand the significance of you hiding. You were hiding because what? You as children were not allowed to be transported to the United N States. No, be no, because we 
I don't know the politics of it as well as my mother would, but I, you know, Roman Catholic, uh, it's a very sectarian uh, country where there's all these tribes. And if, mm -hmm. you know, so we had to go through Muslim territory. And so essentially they, you could, it sounds to me like they were not able to travel with children. If it was the I'll put it this way. We were yeah. hiding in the back of a truck for a reason. Right. Otherwise, right. we would have been sitting up front with mom or just, you right. know, out in the right. open in the back. For whatever reason, children should not have been discovered on any right. territory, territory as a Roman Catholic. Right. You know, because yeah, the, we, we probably right. would have been kept behind and they would have let her go. Yes. And then we yes. would never have seen each other again. Right. Right. And it was the kind of truck that has that sort of canvas um, totally got covering, it. you know what yep. I'm saying? It's mm -hmm. not like some... 18-wheeler where, you know, got it. it's all metal and whatever. Got it. You know, kind of a little old school. It's a scary, that's an intriguing, scary story. But anyway, continue on. Yeah, so. you know, it's, it's, it's one of those scary stories that's really actually very, like, scary. But maybe a coping mechanism, you just kind of brush it off as... Maybe I'm overstating the seriousness of what, you know, could have happened. At the time, did you realize that that wasn't normal to experience? Well, my, was, was my eyes got big for a reason. So in, at six years old, you didn't deem that normal. You were afraid and thought that this was not normal to be experienced. Yeah, because, I mean, I'm hiding for a reason. And I'm right. sure mom instructed me about things. Right. Stay quiet, stay down, stay low. Right. And I remember also before it got to that point and families like mine were leaving the country because my dad is a doctor. So all the, it's kind of like brain drain. All the families, all the, you know, that were, had educated, that had utility were leaving the country. Did you guys have utility? Well, I'm saying my dad was a doctor. Okay. So, cool. so. anybody that was of that kind of profession was leaving the country because right. they had means to, they had access to leave. We weren't just you know, your bottom dwellers, so to speak. Right. No offense to the value of their life. Yes, yes. Um, but people of means were leaving the country. Understood. They had options. They had connections. They had family. So um, up to that point, though, the never-ending war, um, I got used to bombs going off, like bombs, At like outside my home. We lived in a... 20-story building, right? With nice kind of condos, not apartment, you know, nice. And This is in Lebanon. Oh, yeah. So across the street was this grocery store called Smith's, and it was getting blown up every six months. Let me ask you something. So then. Did bombs you, that did were actually realize... going off outside the, you know, our home. It wasn't just something on the news or something across the other side of the country. Did you realize the abnormality of that at that age then? Was that normal to you, or did you feel like, hey, this well, is I not mean, normal? The heart rate went up. Okay. There was, you know, you were on high alert all the time. Okay. Like, you know, a doctor on, on call at any moment. You got to, you, know, you got to rush to the hospital. There's this, you know, um, so you're living with a heightened sense of any at any moment something could go wrong. So you, so your your heart rate is up and it becomes like a normal thing where you're constantly, you know, attuned to your surroundings. You're not just carefree and living as a five or six year old. And after that, do you think, how do I want to ask this? Do you realize the severity of that in a latter half of your life? Like when you look back, you say, holy shit, that's what I was living through. Or has, have you become adjusted to which you don't deem that 
as severe. You know what I'm saying? I think I think probably for a number of years, my 20s and 30s, it, I had become adjusted. But I think now, for other reasons that make up the details of my life, um, I realized that I, it was living with trauma, like for so much of many of us are of of my life. So this isn't even touching upon the dysfunction within our family okay. and all the trauma from that and all the anxiety and stress from that because there was a lot of that. So when you're a kid who's five years old and one of your favorite things to do is play outside on the balcony with your matchbox cars and a bomb goes off one day, another one, and splinters of, splinters of it come kind of flying all over the neighborhood and one of them misses my mother by inches as she was hanging stuff up to dry in our balcony. Now, our balcony isn't just like something you just kind of put a table and two chairs on. It was actually like a, like a patio kind of sized place, like where you could actually run around. And, you know, it was kind of like another room. But it was outdoors. It was like a, a balcony, but a huge kind of outdoor thing. So you have a piece of, you know, shrapnel that just missed, you know, taking your mom out, you know, it went through the bed sheets she was hanging dry and, you know, they all had holes in them until they, you know, the thing hit the wall. You, maybe at that point, that's normal, right? This is life because it's all you know. But as you have more life experiences and, and greater time on this earth, you realize that wasn't normal and that had to have affected me, that had to add to my anxieties, that had to add to my, you know, nervousness and my overcompensating in this area and that area of my life. I gotta say, you're, you for, know? for somebody to have gone through that, the way that I know you, you're a pretty collected, softer spoken individual, you know? I've never really seen you blow up I guess I should say. Not to say that you haven't or you right, never have, but of course. I, I don't really see that from you. So I just wonder where all of that hypertension per se I wonder or I should say I wonder where all I wonder where that anxiety has dissipated to over the years. And I'd have to imagine some of it is in having a son, maybe, you think? I think, but I don't think that that's... And we jumped, by the way, from yeah, you growing yeah, up in yeah, Lebanon no. to you experiencing well, bombs. I just want to track the listener here in chronological order. You, you were at six, you came here, you experienced bombs growing up. I think this is important information. Unless I'm dropping too much for you, then I'll no, no. fuck up. What but, I'm realizing, though, is like, you know, the old tell me about yourself question isn't going to be answered. In one field. In, in one In one linear five-minute segment. It's going to be it, all over the place, and it's going to be over the first... 10 episodes. That's correct. Of course. You know, course. so Your I people will I, gradually find out. I just wanted people to know who they were listening to. Yeah. Man. What's this yeah. dude's name? It's Nabil. He grew up, was born in Lebanon, came here when he was six, raised in where? Los Angeles? No. Well, we landed in, um, so we're, miss, we're, 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 we're missing a piece of the story. Go ahead. We're missing pieces of the story, but it'll come back in episode of, 23. Of so, and that's another reason for you to tune in. Because you can relate. This isn't about me, like, giving my full bio. Mm -hmm. It's pieces of it is why you're listening. Because you're, you're going to understand. The point of doing all this is that whatever we're talking about is universal. This isn't about me. Correct. Correct. Um, 
so we landed in uh, on the East Coast in uh, Virginia. Oh, okay. It's funny, people that know when I give them my social, they're like, oh, so you must have landed in Virginia in 76. And Interesting. Because the first three digits or something signify, really? like, these I three numbers mean West Coast, these mean East Coast. I did not know that. These other numbers mean, you know, that decade. It's kind of funny. Wow, I did not. Oh, well, you have to enlighten me on that. So there's significance in the numbering of a social security that indicates the year indicates the region or state-specific coastal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, and again, it, 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 it could be like because oh, th there's this or that embassy on this coast and that coast. Uh, I mean, it kind of makes sense. It makes you know, complete you, sense. You absolutely. think about any any item, uh, you know, iPhone 10 tells you, okay, that was, if the first one was 2001, that must have been, you know, it's a way to catalog information once, for people in the know. I once heard years ago in the 90s, oh, I'm aging myself, I once heard years ago in the 90s that an odd number at the end of a social security number is to indicate whether or not you're uh, African-American. The last digit? Yeah, the last digit distinguishes whether you're African-American or white or Hispanic, and I think three is African-American or something like that. Mine's six, so I don't know. Who knows? That's what I hear, so please, nobody take that well, as Well, I don't gospel. think my sister's... I, I don't think everybody in our... Fact check that. Yeah, I don't think everybody in our family, their social end in six. That, if that's what you're saying. Oh, okay. Or it could be any even number, or I, just, or the number six itself means some category. I, I'm of, assuming a specific number it ends with indicates a certain ethnic group another that they thing, categorize you into. You, another thing, go ahead. No, another, I think another thing that's beautiful about all this is that we're not pretending to be experts that nope. know things. Nope. Nope. Uh, another another nope. reason why you're listening is because you're going to at some point be calling in or writing in with your knowledge. Correct, Please correcting we, listen, us and that's what the world us. is all about. It is a collective of different consciousness in which people have different experiences and they get together and sometimes the proclam the proclamation of their experiences are of their experiences are presented as facts and they're not they're nothing more than realities clashing with other realities to conflate reality and in that somehow we find our own truth i suppose so nobody's necessarily right or wrong everything is but a half truth um and that's what i got on that uh let me sum it up you please. know i've had conversations with you on the phone where at the end of it i'm like this is like amazing this stuff we've said here that's you're going to that people can like relate to, and, and 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 feel like I don't know, like it's been therapeutic for them, or makes them feel they can relate. It resonates. It isn't because I I'm I'm I have a PhD in something. It isn't because I want you to like, em, you know, emulate me or idolize me or anything. This is just like I realize. Why don't we just have this broadcast to the world and see where it goes and see how, you know, it benefits me in, uh, personally in my, evolu my evolution and my journey. Um, can I just say, can I take a moment really quickly? That's mm -hmm. important that we may potentially be broadcasting something that has effect on people, obviously positive effect, we, positive effect, we hope. Uh, but I also want to 
argue against us in doing this to say that everyone is doing a podcast. I realize how fashionable it is. Everybody's got something to say. Everybody's got a microphone. Everybody's got social media. So everybody mm-hmm. can drop an opinion. Mm-hmm. Opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one. And most of them, if not all of them, fucking stink. So we no. are in the pool. We are in the cesspool of podcasts in the world where that's becoming popular and Everybody has something to say, and we don't want to diminish us just being two guys in a pod talking. But we would like to add value greater than just, hey, we've got a podcast, you should listen to us. There's no reason you should. If you think you identify with something that we're saying, please See, I don't tune know, in. I don't know if I fully agree with that, because to me, it's it's like... I'm not the only guy who's ever worn 95s. 95s is what Air Max 95s. Air Max 95s. No doubt, no doubt. So it's not like I'm thinking anybody, let alone myself, is like transcendent, right? right? It's all been said, it's all been done, it's all been copied. So I'm not here, again, like I don't get intimidated by, oh, you know, that that you shouldn't get into that line of work. It's too competitive, it's flooded. too hard, yeah, it's yeah, already. Yeah. That's you know, true, that's true. It's like I believe in myself. This is what I like to do. This is what I'm good at. There's lots of photographers, but how many times have I been told by people who are professional photographers, by models, by agents, curators, man, your photography, I don't see anybody else doing that. And I'm like, what? I'm just being myself. Like to me, I'm half the time I feel like I'm mailing it in. Like I could do it even better. Yeah. I'm not satisfied. I want to push this. I don't want to look at this in six months and be saying, thinking that was my best work. I want to be almost chuckling at how I used to think that was my best. Yeah. So if you really believe in yourself and not just the words, not just the therapy, not just the tagline, not just the, you know, it, then, dude, you know this better than anybody, man. It's like, I'm myself, whether I realized it or not. Some Something about me, about the way I was born, I'm just myself. That comes with, uh, you know, uh, liabilities at times, um, but that's all I know how to be. So, and to me though, that's something that isn't something amazing or, or wow, it's just, you don't do that too. Beautiful thing is you. Well, you know, no. Like, like, the thing is, no. People don't do that too. Also, it, you dare to be yourself. But that's what almost... I'm saying. Like one of the things you and I have kind of maybe butted heads about, at least in in the process of getting to know each other. Um, I've lost my train of thought. That's all right. Let me actually just say, in what you said previously. Um, you disagree with that. I agree with why you disagree with that. And I think my statement was not necessarily against us joining yeah. the podcast space because it's... Uh, I mean, you're here, right? So Yeah, I don't want to so, join the... So, joining it because it's it's packed out full of people. But I said that in an attempt to absolve myself or ourselves of following trends, right? This is not... A trend follow. We're just probably later well, in this game, but we've been meaning to do this for quite some time. And I just didn't want to seem like a trend guy by saying, "Hey, we too got a podcast." That, yo, because I get on social media and I see a hundred motherfuckers with something to say. Well, but again, the reason I brought up their Air Max ninety fives earlier is because I'm not the only one who wears them. But it's the way you wear it. Is Correct. it wearing you? How do you? Do How many times podcast? people stop me and That's say, "You've correct. got such great style." I'm like, right. "What? I have pants on, a yeah, t-shirt, yeah, and yeah. shoes. What is the?" Yeah, everybody but, don't rock shoes but, the no, same. That's for sure. But it's the way you 
piece it together. Right, it's right, the right. it's the energy, you know, the you're a badass. I'm like, really? Okay. Uh, but I cry and I've fucked up a lot and I've hurt people and I'm insecure sometimes yeah, and everything. I'm lost. And uh, if I knew then what I know now, if I was 14 with this kind of shit in my head and not 53, holy Lord, I'd be president by now. You know, so again, I'm not saying anything that I'm saying because you need to listen to me. Uh, it's like, God damn it. you're, 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 listening but you're also like involved it isn't like i'm preaching to you and pay me the money it's something else i brought up to you this week is the seminar is the money did you know what i was saying about that because i kind of threw it at you out of nowhere in a text enlighten me so you have all these guys you know you, you go to youtube there's a fitness guy mm -hmm. telling you what to eat and how to exercise uh tony robbins uh Countless guys that, you know, and you're like, man, if you, if you got all this success, why the fuck are you like trying to sell me something? Why aren't you just on your fucking yacht traveling the world having a you great know, old time? Well, because the, the income for them is the strong. seminar. Well, well, is it's not what's on the other side of the seminar. It's, it's the, the seminar. seminar. That's so, their living. Yeah. And never mind that they know 99% of the people they're going to sign up for their subscription are never going to apply it i hate to say you but know, the whole wealth is the is is the sales pitch yeah i, I hate it's this. not it's not the actual accomplishment on the other side Absolutely. of it for them otherwise what, what's the meaning well, of it then, be, if well, you can be, get people to actually because, accomplish because you want to give back give me a fucking right, break right, you know right. write a check and give it to you know right. doctors you know without borders yeah you're the seminar is the money i hate to say there's profit in pain there's profit in trauma. Because you're there's profit in ailment. Because you're you're seizing an actual resolution, and I'm sorry to cut you off. I just want no, to finish by saying an actual resolution would end the business altogether. Um, and I don't mean to it, you know I don't mean to present that in morbid fashion. This is not a conspiracy theory of any sort. It's just kind of fundamental, um, just in terms of the supply and demand if there's not a need for it then it can't be sold that's a fundamental so i think um in terms of get help books and people getting better you know some of the much like they are medicinal placebos right where you can take a pill that does nothing it's nothing more than a sugar pill and it does nothing to you they're also mental placebos as well and I think that those come in the form of, not they don't come intentionally, but they can come in the form of get help seminars, get help books, etc. Doesn't make the presenter or host of the get help seminar a bad person because they that may not be their intention. But the re the recipient of that information, it may only be adopted by them as a placebo and with no actual function to get better. So uh, at least it doesn't serve as a function for them, the recipient, to get better. So that's why it's like without people struggling on a constant, well, what is the purpose of a person who says, hey, 
here's a self-help organization and you can do this to get better because the minute that you get better, you're not a client of mine anymore. Listen, you can you can say someone's maliciously trying to, you know, sell you something and that's their income is the is the seminar. But I'm doing the same thing. I can't do my photography without the model who is believing in me. Right. Right? Right. So I'm taking advantage of her the same way Anthony Robbins is taking care of somebody who's going to his seminar at, at, at LAX for three days and paying a thousand bucks. You know what's stuff. Do you see what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. at the end of the day, the what I think is the biggest liberating truth is know who you are and just be yourself. I'm not... Easier said than done, but yes. Yeah, I'm not the Wall Street guy. I could take courses to try to be that, but it's just not think, something that comes... It's not native to me. If you have to learn something to be good at something, then, yeah, you have to learn to use the tools, but it's native to you. All you have to do is learn how to use the tools. Me... If I'm trying to learn the tools and I'm having a hard time to try to get to, you know, use the tools for their purpose, I'm trying to be something I'm not. Yeah. You know what's interesting? I, 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 could, I could practice basketball all my life and I'll never be good at it. Yeah. It's not native. I'm trying to be something I'm not. And, and by the way, earlier I made a mistake in saying, I said, if, I said if there's no demand, then there's no need. Or I said if there's no supply, then there's no need for a demand. I had that backwards. It's if there's no demand, then there is no need for a supply. Um, now, At the same time, if I start scratching your back right now, <laughs> you'd be like, oh, man, that feels good. I didn't know I needed that. Yeah, yeah, oh, dude, yeah. Yeah, lower. Oh, dude, deep. You know, that kind of thing. So sometimes you don't even know yeah. until it just kind of runs into you. That's why I say you read any article, sports, politics, nutrition, it can open up something because there could be some sentence in there mm -hmm. that you don't expect that maybe has nothing to do literally with nutrition. But it's a quote or it's an author or it's someone in history something or it's a song. Tra and, and so you explore it and it's like, holy shit, now I've discovered a whole new type of music from the 60s uh, that I thought I yeah. knew it all. Yeah. There's merit so, to your discovery if, per se. If I'm good at something, like I'm creative, I'm visual, all right? So I self-taught myself to a great extent, how to use a camera. I could try to learn a lot about Bitcoins and cryptocurrency and NFTs and, and editing, you know, sound. But it's just not ever going to click for me. That means I'm trying to be something I'm not. not I'm right. not that guy. Yeah, right. I am the guy that, that, that can pick up a down, camera. That comes down to being honest with who you are. It's deep. That's why I say being yourself, it's half of it. And I'm so sorry. I no, we're thought. interrupting all the time. That's part of it. I was just going to say, it comes down to being honest with yourself. And that is something, even in the most minuscule sense, I find people have a difficulty doing. Um, and... They should, if I'm being empathetic. I don't say that flippantly. Given today's time in an era, era where social media is dominating psychological uh, ways of thinking, or the, excuse me, dominating the psyche, I should say, simply. It's, um, it's defining self-worth. It's creating all kinds of depression. Yeah. Well, overly competitive. Yeah. Everybody's life is better than mine. It's a state of compare. It's a state of constant comparison. You know, I, I always tell people all the time: if they don't really know the power of their mind, 
they should consider the money and time spent on advertisements and billboards and visuals if people don't understand the gravity of the power of your mind. They spend millions of dollars for 30-second commercials. Just think of how little a time 30 seconds is in a span of 24 hours. 30 seconds is a blip, if that, in 24 hours. But they spend millions of dollars on visuals and advertisement. You know what that means? They got to get into your brain. So... You know, when people talk about programming, and I'm totally going on a tangent here, but when people talk about programming, it's not as conspiracy theory-esque as, you know, people make it. Like, oh, it's a plot and plan. I mean, there's some merit to the notion, but I don't want to, you know, I want to make sure that I always deviate from that because I'm always talking from a fundamental standpoint of just raw reality but if you think about how much money is spent on visuals that means that they realize the power of the mind is so malleable and so sensitive and we if we can just mass produce visuals time and time and time again we will get a system of people who are who think ideally and ha are we can almost trigger autonomous responses by the stimuli we present, i.e. billboards that show McDonald's. Ooh, I'm hungry this morning. And the colors um, they're using. The colors they're using, nightlife. You know, true true story. Uh, they combine red and yellow very often with fast foods to incite hunger. That's the power of the visual. Ketchup, mustard? Ketchup, there you go, yellow and red. What do you think of? It signifies ketchup and mustard. You don't think of the color blue with when, food, with right? With food, right? Green is usually for the earthy things. The healthier things. Organic, they'll sell you that by putting a green label. These things are very powerful and effective, and I think there is maybe perhaps an oversight on the power of visuals and the and the stigma it produces. And what I'm trying to say full circle is that the power of your thinking against that is very critical. Not to say that you should go against everything because that's not, in some instances, those things are applicable to you where they're applicable to you. But your job is to every day mentally be filtering out the things that don't apply to you that are presented to you on a daily basis. And I think with social media in an ever increasing social media based era, it's even harder for people to be themselves because they're in a, forget billboards, magazines, and televisions. Now you can just click a button, look at your phone, and there is visuals of something that's not you. And you could say, damn, why don't I have that? How come I ain't living like that? Meanwhile, that's a snapshot. It's less than 30 seconds, a snapshot of somebody's life it's actually even, and you don't know what happened after that second occurred. You're actually, occurring. You're 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 comparing your backstage problems you're with yourself 24 hours with people's highlight reels. It, Go ahead. No, it, it's it's even scripted. Never mind that it's just a piece of somebody's life. It's a scripted thing. The Kardashians go apeshit if certain images get out without having their approval because they're they're editing everything and photoshopping everything. There's been critics that have said, how could you be selling this to so many people that really believe they could look like that when it's all Photoshop? It's not realistic that your hips and your 
booty and your I chest. I wish and, we were. You know? I wish so you're, you're setting up so many people for setting a goal for themselves that isn't even, like, realistic. I wish people could see through that. And, you know, it's crazy because here's the dual aspect of that. Like, while imagination is great, it's detrimental in that regard, at which we see something so fantastical and attempt to adopt that as reality. But then someone could argue, well, then you're placing a cap on and a limit on fantasy and imagination. And how do we properly govern the scope of people's imaginations because you can't limit it, right? You can't you can't deny someone of saying, hey, you know, photoshopped imagery, I want to look like that and get a perfect nose and surgery. You can't say that that's wrong. You can't say that they shouldn't be like that. That's their imagination of themselves and, and they should have the liberty to imagine themselves and if, if they want to physically alter themselves, have to you, have you heard appear of the... like what they look like. I, I, I promise I'll wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. To appear like what they see on social media, then they should be within liberty to do that. But at what point does it become an echo chamber of that same behavior to where it's deemed inauthentic? And now it's not imagination. This is... I'm inheriting a school of thought because familiarity seems it's correct. A, it's a rabbit hole. And in, in, the term I was going to use was confirmation bias. Okay. So you're indoctrinated. You're, it's, it's like people figure out what they can monetize and they're monetizing it. Fox News is monetizing ignorance. The journalists on that station, the talking heads, the pundits on that station, don't believe what they're saying. But they're saying it because they know there's an audience that does. Right. Right. So they're encouraging that ignorance. It can be called conspiracy. It can be called anything. I mean, truly, there's people eating babies. <laughs> there's crazy. space lasers made by Jews. I mean, you can't, you can't make this shit up, Right. But they're they're perpetuating it because they're getting ratings. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what's more important, uh, the truth or sensationalism? You know, hysteria. Money that's, is the most important thing. There you that's go. It. So the truth almost doesn't. Even I mean, matter. fifteen years. Fifteen <laughs> years. Fifteen years of dealing with my son's mother. One phone call would have solved the whole thing. And at the end of all of it, and all that money legally stolen by lawyers that were rarely prepared and cared at all, it's all it, it all boiled down to it's about the money. Of course. Send me the money. Send me the of money. Course. Send me the money. And the truth doesn't matter. I it's got it's got it. nothing to do with the care of the child. Right. It's got nothing to do with anything uh, human. It's all about. I had I had your baby. He's a commodity. Send me my paycheck. Mm. Yo, I just want to talk about how much. Actually, I don't want to talk about that. Not at all. I don't want to not endear myself to the people. But I just I don't like that. Um, I don't like that you, you can a baby can be created and, and and become a paycheck to the spouse. Uh, 
but I won't say much more because well, that, I want to be careful on that subject. That's, and, no, and, that's the way the system's set up. You don't need to be careful. We speak. We are going to be corrected at times. That's okay. Yeah. We're not perfect. We don't have all the answers. No, I, listen. We're, hey, we're not, hey, hey, I'm going to tell you something not, right now. If you know Kofi Bafwa, I tread lightly so you no, can but speak you for can yourself. No, you can be perfectly yeah, yourself. Yeah, of, co of course. You know, I'm always so, going to be careful. I'm going to put that down for you. I was going to just try to wedge it right there. Uh, it might spill So. My goal with all this isn't like, oh my gosh, you just said that. Well, you know what? If I stand to be corrected, I'll be corrected. No, no I'm and, inviting myself and if, to and be corrected. And if something came out of me which sounded sexist or, you know, please, like. Oh, yeah. No, listen, never, I'm, I'm, just never, you, I'm just telling you. He's never. I'm just telling you, I'm inviting myself to be corrected by saying. I'm going to be careful on the subject matter. That is the attempt. So you are being prefaced with the fact that, hey, Kofi could be ignorant and wrong and not know what he's talking about in some I, areas. I don't even care about those judgments. I'm, nope, I do. I'm here because <laughs> I like to talk. It's possibly, with all the things that have gone on in my life, my greatest form of therapy. I don't have any addictions, any vices. Um, but once you get me talking, I like to express myself. If it's not with the camera, with the whole destroyed end of things, which we'll get into, then it's with wisdom that I think I have. Doesn't mean it's true that I have it, but it does mean I have something to say, and I'm saying it. My tongue isn't tied. And if I'm ignorant about some things, if I'm rude about some things, I have enough self-awareness to stand <clears throat> corrected without... Anything coming out, you know, there's no but. I'm sorry. I was wrong. There's no but. You know, I'm only here for myself right now to be heard. I have a voice. Universe, hear me. Oh, we have an audience of one. Welcome. Audience of two. Multiply those numbers by tens and by thousands. Great. So... Obviously, at that point, something's working. Something's resonating. At some point, perhaps they're contributing. Perhaps once they start contributing, we, we realize that's a lot of noise. There's a lot of, it's becoming, you know, not us anymore. So we maybe cut off that call-in kind of stuff. Or maybe we end the comments if there's going to be death threats and all that stuff. Because I'm not here for that. You know, people are going to hate. You know how they Of course. But, you know, I, I, I'm... I'm here right now for myself for it to be documented. Where it cool. goes from here, I'm open to it. I'm here obviously to get attention, to get validation, to help myself, to help others and all the rest of it. And I think through the body of these podcasts, there'll be a, th a thread. Different subjects, perhaps going in different directions in the same episode. But at the end of the day, you're not here to be saved by me. I'm not here to save you. You just you just you're here because you like to be. You could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. Spoken by the great Jay Z. Um, all right, guys, we're gonna wrap it up. You want to you want to any time? Because this is just a test. Yeah, we just I was I was running I was running yeah um. Beautiful. Well, so wait, how long was that? That was that's uh, forty-seven minutes. So here's here's what I'm picking up from that. Um, We're still going, by the way. But oh, I, I, I know. Right, it's fine. Good. I'm not hiding from anything. Like I tell Hudson all the time, man. I record all our Hudson's conversations. Your son. Yeah, 
when we're on the phone, I record all the conversations. Mm -hmm. Some of them I'm, I'm like, I'm not taking that <clears> out. <throat> you're going to hear that when you're older. That was Look something I said it. in that yeah. moment. That's me. Yeah. I ain't going to sell you something. Yeah. I'm me. You get to get nice snapshots of yourself I'm me, time. and yeah, I can yeah. handle the truth. I can handle the truth. I don't need to edit it. I don't need to, you know, yeah. try to sell some image. Yeah. So what I'm learning, though, from this exercise, from this test... I lied. That's not it, folks. Folks <laughs> ...is um, I interrupted once or twice when I didn't want to. That's all right. Um, and that these... Like, each episode needs to have, like, a title. So that we're not trying to pack everything we have to say into that episode. It could be abandoned houses, okay? And, uh, and but symbolically, abandoned houses means any sense of abandonment you have. Any emptiness that you felt. Anything that in your life... Like, people used to come to this place at a certain point in time. This was home. Hi, honey, I'm home. Yeah, yeah. The kids were running around. Now I gotta be frank. I'm thankful to say I don't have abandonment issues. But you maybe have abandonment psychological in other instances potentially, but I don't have that. Yeah, but maybe you, know. you maybe abandonment to you is you want to abandon from this society that you're surrounded by. Oh yeah. So you see, it That's can come. Every so it day. can come from you know, That's like like you were telling me. But Nabil, I have I have a pretty good family life. I have a pretty good you know family. Yeah, I just mind my business, man. It's yeah, much, yeah, no, I get simpler, it, but but simple. Okay, so there's not dysfunction in your family, but there's dysfunction in the world. Yeah. So that's affecting you. That's disappointing yeah. you. That's a shock to your system. You, you know what? I'm glad you say that. It's so not... Stop thinking that it doesn't apply to you because it does maybe just from the other side, from the other from end, coming the other from the other end. way. In some capacity or another, sure. But you know what? I'm glad you said that. Well, because we're, now we're on the subject. But while I'm disappointed, I'm also... At peace. Does that have water in it? No, no, it's empty. I wouldn't uh, do that. Oh, okay, sure. But I thought, you know, this oh, thing's yeah, probably no, a good little good. holder. No, no, like, it, it's kind of a good fit. No, 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 very clever. I, wouldn't <laughs> I was like, dude, this has got water in it, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing, man? Hey, man, I don't want to know about all the stains under this oh, sheet anyway. Gosh. So no, this would just add some, you know. Nothing at all. Nice orange cream, you know. Yeah, orange cream on the sheets. That sounds sick. Orange cream on the sheets. Um... Yeah, no, you you could. So stop thinking that you, you. I don't. It doesn't apply yeah, to me. Yeah, because it's not, that it doesn't, it's not that it doesn't apply to me. It's just you see, you want me to be down. You see that guy? You see what kind of friend this is, man. He just wants me to be down. The down? Dark. No. He, wa he wants me no, to feel pain. No. He wants me to feel. See, no, you're taking that. You're taking that. I, some I want you to know you can contribute, even if you don't think you have that background of a dysfunctional family. Yeah. So yeah. you're coming from a healthy family that was. You know what it is. I'll tell you something. Loving I'll and close. I'll tell you something. But you're going out into the world where you know. No one says hello. Yeah, no, I'll tell you something. Let me, let, you know, let me, let me expound on that. I'll tell you something. That's a great so you, point. You have a lot to contribute, even though, you know. A family brings you up with manners, care, grace, comfortability, consideration. And what ends up happening is you... Oh, shit, hold on real quick. You're not prepared for life? Yeah, well, no, it's not that you're not prepared for life. You're inversely prepared for life or almost unprepared for life in the reverse aspect right because if you've dealt with meanness or abuse to through childhood you almost know how to spot it once you come out of the home 
right? But when you've dealt with kindness and grace, you're not ready. You're almost kind of unprepared for the dishonesty that is humanity, or the dishonesty of humanity. People I should are going to exploit you, use you, People betray you, use, you, use yeah, you. All of those things, like that's almost kind of surprising. Like, wow, people do that. Like, I didn't re- like when I was young. I didn't realize people that people didn't have fathers or mothers. At least when I was very, very little. Or I that mothers like, and fathers abused them sexually, yeah, abused financially, them sexually, emotionally. They, they, that was them. all unbelievable to me. I didn't realize that that was a concept until I started obviously getting out the house, meeting more people and learning that all, oh, you know, my parents hate each other, the mom's suing the dad, the dad right. is out in fidelity, he's beating right. up the woman and he's out or he's got a pregnant woman somewhere, stepmother. Like, I didn't know those things. That was real. So, I had to get socially adjusted to the world outside of my home. And once I became adjusted... Uh, how many years did that take? How much anger did you have in that process? How much wasted time? How you, much? How much? How many things did you, you, you wish you could take back or do again? Absolutely. So, I mean, humane... And, and in that regard, because when we talk about abandonment, and that word is, is almost... My used. country abandoned me. My dad didn't talk to me for 23 years. It, Kofi can abandon me if that shit can happen. It's I'm very, ready for it. It's very contextual. It, it's I'm semantics. not paranoid, but I'm prepared. I'm I, not, I'm not going to be blindsided. I didn't... Once I became familiar with society at large, I became disappointed and I became a recluse. And not unhealthy. Not unhealthy because I still make sure that I maintain a pool of relationships. I know you as very charming. I know you as a people person. But I also know that what you just said is 100% legit you. So you're finding the way to dance. You're finding yeah, it's a, you're finding you walk that in a tightrope. Yeah. Because you don't want to be bitter. You don't yeah, want to hate nah, people. Nah, nah, I mean, in a way, like for me, the way I try to soften if I'm going there that day, I say, well, okay, I hate people, but I don't hate persons. Right. Individuals. Right. Individual people. You, you know, like, you don't the like collective is, is, is dysfunctional, is, is toxic, is correct. constantly at war, phobic, judgmental, hateful, you know, all these things. But it's sort of like you're living in a valley that's, if you look at the distance, it's smoggy. You can't see the hills. Right. But where you're standing, it looks pretty clear. I can see Kofi's face. Right. See what I'm saying? Right. So it's like the forest from the trees kind of thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't like people, but wait a minute. I know I know some pretty good people, uh, ten people. Right. And a lot of some people good... can't see the forest. From so the wait a trees. minute. So what? I know that only ten good people on the planet. Yeah. I you, doubt that. You know. You know. You know? So there's lots of good people. There's lots of people that aren't. It's fifty fifty. You know what it is. Maybe though? it's fifty one forty nine. Maybe it's sixty forty. But it's fifty fifty. I could say the same thing to one person, and they think it's hilarious and it's deep and it's amazing. Yeah. The other person's like, "What a dick! Did he just really say that?" And I'm like, "I said the same thing in the same way. I'm the same yeah. person." You know something? I'll tell you something. It, it, it and you, with what you said, you're speaking to two different people with two different experiences and two different interpretations of you saying one particular thing, and it can be received. Either right or way, the wrong, right or wrong. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's topsy turvy, duality. It's all of it all over again. You know what yeah. I mean? And so that's the tightrope you walk and dance. And sometimes, you know something? It's like our own intelligence, I think, is to our detriment sometimes. Like we're almost too smart for our own good. I always, I, I have we're a clever, fundamental. clever, not intelligent. Exactly. And I, it, correct. I'll say this I have a fundamental that I believe human beings live by psychologically when it, 
uh, in terms of making discernments, judgments. Um, and I think that is called the three C's. I will reference that uh, frequently. It is to calcul calculate, categorize, and conclude. Um, did you make and, that up? Or is that yes, I did make that uh, up. Cool, cool. Um, just one day I was fried on just marijuana guys, just marijuana. I was fried and I was like, you know, I was thinking about the way human beings think. And I was like, you know, that's kind of because the, the reason why I say they don't. that, and, and that's the point, right? And that doesn't well, make that, them bad. No, not it's at all. Not just, at all. It's just not survival tactic. It's, and, correct. And, and it's the ability to think follow the as leader. quickly and as efficiently to program your mind and think as quickly as efficiently to make a judgment call for the sake of your own mental ease. You see somebody, they're dressed like this, you make a full-on assessment of who they are just based on how they appear and what you have seen earlier I do in that life. too. We, everybody does. I so do that I, too. So what I'm saying is it takes mental work to assess that person as an individual without any preconceived notions, experiences, take them as it's a okay listen to me it's a balance of <laughs> it's a balance of taking them as they are while assessing who they might be and not okay, leaning okay. to either side to judge them i know it's complex but people got to know that no, no, it's, no, not, but, it's a secret it's a secret but it's a dance no no i know but that's that's like that's above a lot of people's mental people's pay, pay rate what i'm saying is that you can't prejudge them but don't sleep on how they present themselves. And you know, I'm, this is going to get me into something else as well. Uh, really quickly. The test uh, episode is going to turn into... <laughs> yeah, no, but it's fun. It's fun. So look... I'm trying to like do a 20-minute thing and you want to keep on going. All right, through. well, you know... No, no, it's all no, good. I love it. Wait, I love it. We'll, no, we'll, we'll, we'll slice it. We'll, we'll end it. We're just kind of cute because it's like, it's like you're the kid that says, I don't want to. Yeah, And then, yeah. And then once you start, it's like... <laughs> They don't want to, like, can we go home now, son? All right, it's all right, like, you know, you we, we got to wrap this up. My bad, my bad. We, like, we got to wrap this up, we got to wrap this but up. But that I don't want to, it's too cold. And then I can't get you out of the pool. Yeah, it's like, yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. We got to yeah. go. That's funny, you're funny. I, I like the joke. Basically, he's saying that I was apprehensive to let the crowd in on the joke. Uh, no, the humor is, he's saying that I was apprehensive of doing the podcast. All I had to get you into the pool, now I can't get you out. Right. And now you're going to be bugging me to right. do the fucking podcast. He was, he was fundamentally, fundamentally <laughs> saying it was him who had been asking me repeatedly to get the podcast done i had been seemingly i've been doing the cut sign for the last half hour and i'm the guy who doesn't shut up right right and i was apprehensive and now that i'm doing it i don't want to stop doing it but guys we got to bring this to a close but i'm gonna fun. wrap it up with this quote all right that says that there goes something related to what you were saying which is there go my people i must follow them for i am their leader Right. I love that. You know why? Because a true leader follows his people. Well, in, you heard in, me? In our world. But did yeah. you get it? It's like, well, that's what the, you know, how many times in the politics do you hear, but that's what the base wants. That's what the base wants. Yeah. Are, you, are you familiar? Yeah, with, the base. Like, fuck the base. Aren't, aren't you the leader? Aren't you the governor? Aren't you the senator? Aren't you the president? Yeah. Why do you? You're a slave to your followers. So No, but there is merit in a leader following no, his people. No, leadership means you're leading. Yeah, you're I get you're it. going to uncharted territory. You're a visionary. You you see what's going to come next, the consequence. You're not satisfying the customer. You're improving things. You're leading. Leader means you're doing things that are controversial, not popular. I don't think it necessarily means that, but that's intertwined with the meaning of being a leader, to be specific. 
this is good. I promise I'll close this out. I have more to add to that, but I won't add it. I think this is this dope. This was supposed to be a 10-minute test. That's all right. It turned not out a, to be... Not a series of greatest one hits. One hour, 59 minutes and 11 seconds counting. Next time, I'll maybe have music, original music. We're I saving hope. this forever because it's the first ever... This pilot episode of the Nabil podcast and Kofi. Right. Nabil, I said Neil. I'm sorry, that was a high moment. Nabil and Kofi. Or Kofi and Nabil. Yep. Whatever. Nabil, Kofi, destroy podcast. One, one week it'll be this, one week it'll be that, until the lawyers tell us we have to choose one. No doubt, no doubt. Well, your name is Destroy, you're part of the Destroy brand, so it's, I would say, Nabil My and Kofi. My alter ego. You know. But that's, the, that's it, folks. Well, I'll let y'all next time, and... Uh, Peace, yeah, outro. Y'all be good. Peace.